Lindsey Brown, the host, and I'm with my trusty sidekick, as always, Brendan Berger. Brendan, how are you? I am doing well, LB. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling refreshed. Man, that could change after this segment, though. Honestly, there's a lot riding on uh, a lot of the things that I'm doing right now, so it's a little nerve-wracking, but... I didn't play hockey for a living for most of my adult life for nothing, right? Did you get paid? No. Oh. Certainly not. I thought not. you were just blowing open the LV improper benefits story. No, it's <laughs> it's actually like one of the running jokes I have with parents when I walk in and out of rinks because if I'm not here, I'm at some hockey rink around the metro area. And I have, you, you know this, Brendan, and our listeners don't, but I like bags. <laughs> And I have a lot of stuff that I like to keep on my person for pretty much the entire day. So I'll be walking into the rink with two or three puck bags, a backpack, a tote. I was going to say, just... we shouldn't say like coach bags. Yeah, this is... no, 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 no. We, we, everyone should know that by now. But people always ask me like, oh, do you need help? Do you need me to hold the door for you? I'm like, oh, no, no. I was a goalie. If I didn't, if I trained for anything my entire life, it's definitely bag carrying and unusually small doorways. I guess you had to be there. Tough, tough start for Brendan and I. <laughs> Once again, this is The Grind, the first official Grind segment. And we are going to discuss one of uh, the big news topics of this week, and that would be of the Serena Williams controversy, Brendan. Uh, I don't know if you've heard anything about it, but it's been quite the story over the last few days. You know, if you are if you miss this entirely, you're doing an impressive level of uh, hiding. From yeah, the, the new oh, cycle. absolutely. I, I I was actually watching this match live. I believe it wrapped up on Sunday or Saturday, maybe Saturday. Anyways, uh, Serena Williams is playing in the U.S. Open singles final against Naomi Osaka, who is a 20-year-old Japanese tennis player. Uh, whoever ended up winning the match, it was going to be a historical day either way because either Serena was going to break Margaret Court's all-time singles record um, of 20 or no 39 major titles and if she would have won she would have broken that record or which what actually happened which was Osaka winning she becomes the first Japanese born tennis player male or female to win a Grand Slam major in tennis but instead of having the story focus around Osaka's unbelievable tennis play and Serena's not the greatest match of her entire career it was riddled, riddled with controversy. Um, there was some code violations that were thrown into the match, and there was quite the uh, verbal scuffle between Serena and the umpire, uh, Carlos Ramos. And uh, this, uh, I have a clip here of audio that is of Serena talking to USTA tennis officials after she was issued a third code of conduct violation, which resulted in her losing a game, being penalized a game in the match. This is not fair, but to give me a point to lose a game for whoever's saying that is not fair. I mean, it's really not. But you know how many other men, you know how many other men do things that are, I don't think they do much worse than that. This is not fair. There's a lot of men out here that have said a lot of things because they're men and doesn't happen. Brendan, I purposefully, or was it purposefully, didn't tell you what she said, what she was being penalized for. I heard what the umpire said there, though. You heard what the, uh, the what you heard what the USTA official said. 
the person who said she called me a thief is that who I'm hearing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you did hear it. I, I was trying to I was trying to pull a little wool over your eyes, but clearly you have excellent hearing. You would have passed those elementary school tests with flying colors. You have on to pass some tests, some tests in the school. I know. Yeah. If and it, that was the only one you had. The, yeah, that it? was the one. Not, I could the, pass. not even the not even the vision test, just the hearing. It, it explains your uh, your eventual uh, participation in this industry. That's yeah. for sure. Um, but yes, she did call the umpire a thief. Now. You guys might think, hey, she called him a thief. Like, why would she be penalized a game? You see, that was her third code of conduct violation in that particular match. She received her first code violation from her coach, technically, because he she was warned, which you get a warning after your first code of conduct violation in a match. I think you should. It, it might be worth just a brief touch to right. Uh, and that, what is the code of conduct? Right. Well, intent? there it's it's basically your rule book, and there there are certain like specific rules in the world of tennis that might not make sense to sports fans of say football or basketball, where those sports are much more expressive, much more aggressive. Tennis has historically been a rich people sport, and so therefore you're you you're upheld to standards of behavior that might not necessarily translate to today's culture and the today's sports world and this is where we're running into the issue so in tennis you're not supposed to be coached at any point during the match so serena's coach patrick moragatulu he's french that sounded natural right that, that's probably exactly uh, how nothing but nothing but perfect pronunciation on the grind here brendan he was issued a warning for coaching serena which he really wasn't and then she was issued a second code of conduct violation for smashing her racket after she played a poor service game. So, she was pissed about losing the point, started yelling at the uh, at the umpire, called him a thief for taking the point away from her, and he then subsequently uh, awarded her with the third code of conduct violation, which resulted in the loss of a game, which then, at that point, put Osaka up five, I think, three with the chance to serve for the match. So essentially the umpire took away, although although it was, it was a small chance, took away any chance that Serena had in coming back in the match. And that match was decided, not 100%, but the big turning point was this issue with the umpire. Let me ask you uh, as a much more informed tennis fan here. Thank you. Uh had this not occurred, do you think Osaka still wins this match? Yes. Okay. And that's why I'm not making this excuse where I think that the match turned just based off of the umpire's actions. And he is fully within his rights for calling these violations. It's technically in violation of the rule book. But as we were discussing before this segment, Brendan, there's a time and a place to make calls. Even though it's in the rule book, you don't always make the call. I'm a, I'm a hockey gal. I used to play tennis. I played golf. When I played hockey... If it's the last two minutes of the game or if it's an overtime, you don't get a lot of penalties called because the refs don't want to take away the game from the players because that's how it should be decided. It should be decided how the players play. Now, if it's egregious, like if somebody went and just, you know, tomahawked somebody's knee in half, sure, that's going to be a penalty. But for the most part, for the ticky-tacky stuff, for your slashing, all that other stuff, that goes uncalled. You can say the same for football. You could call holding or pass interference on basically every single play that is run. But do they do that? Well, depends on the day and depends on the team. Right, Brendan? Well, I mean, 
If it's the, the Packers or Patriots, yeah. If the Packers or Patriots are playing, nobody's getting called for anything yeah. on either of those two respective teams. I'll just say that right now. Controversial. You're not bitter about that. At Never. All. No. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers definitely, definitely was hurt and wasn't faking it. Wasn't a Paul Pierce game. It was fine. <laughs> um, moving on. My question to you, Brendan, as an outsider and with the ancillary kind of understanding of the situation that has transpired here that we're discussing here on the grind. What do you think? Like, if you just saw an article that quickly outlined what had happened, which side would you take? Would so, you so take my, the... I've read one article on this, and yep. I read it because it was interesting to me because it was someone who was, um, I wouldn't even say bemoaning, but reflecting on how it was unfortunate that Osaka's moment is kind of being marred by this. Exactly. Because she deserved that moment. Exactly. I mean, girl beat. Probably the greatest female tennis player of all time. Greatest tennis player, yeah. period. Like Brendan. she, like she needs to be allowed to celebrate that. And she's twenty. And yeah. I, I, we won't play the audio here, but I, 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 I found it of the the trophy ceremony, um, where Serena, amidst boos, they were booing. You know, the USTA official. She was telling him like, "Hey, let's not take away Naomi's moment." This is her first major. The girl is 20 years old. She grew up emulating Serena. Her father got her into tennis and trained her by studying meticulously what her father did with uh, that being Serena and Venus's father did with their training being brought up. And this was a huge moment for her. And she is crying. And she literally basically says, you know, I know everybody was behind Serena, and I guess thank you for coming and watching the match, and that's literally what she, she handled said. that with about as much grace as I, you could. I don't, I don't know how anybody could handle that situation, and I don't know how it, it like, we're spoiled here with Serena being American and and just having a tennis player, whether or not they're American or not, having that level of dominance. We forget that a lot of these people that win majors or that win championships in any level of professional sports more often than not, don't win another or don't get back there. And this tennis is so hard, especially women's tennis, because it is such a young person's game. And until Serena, Osaka would be considered as an older veteran player at 20 years old. It's Mm -hmm. typically a teenage sport. And once you start hitting your mid-20s, people usually fall off. Now, it's a little bit different type of game that we're playing here with all the technology and all the stuff that we've invested in understanding how our bodies work and how we can get the most out of our bodies. She might never get back. Now, I doubt it because she's a hell of a player. And she beat Serena at her own game, which was just straight up big serves and big ground strokes. And I think she has a great future ahead of her. But what if, Brendan, her only major and somehow this some sort of seed of doubt gets planted in her head that she somehow didn't deserve the major, somehow didn't earn it, that could ruin her career. Well, and that was one of the things as you know, as the outsider looking in. And I have always played sports that do not emphasize the sort of unwritten codes nearly as much as things like golf or tennis or baseball do. So a lot of this it might maybe the the importance is a bit lost on me. Yeah. But yeah, for sure. It's definitely of, experience based. That's a lot hard. of what you're describing to me and what you were telling me just strikes me as Get over yourself, umpire. The game should not be decided yeah. by people who aren't in the game. Get over yourself. It's really not that big a deal. Let players play. Right. And at the end of the day, she called you a thief. She could. She's been called a hell of a lot worse on a tennis court 
Well, I Every have to day believe of her he's life. been like, called a lot worse on a tennis court. Yeah, but there's actually a lot of history between Serena and, and, and oh. some racism that she's experienced during her career. But that's a different topic for a different day. But at the end of the day, she's the greatest ever. Keep an eye on Osaka. And refs, keep your eyes and your thoughts to yourself. You can drive.